I know I want you to think about what God brought you through and what God brought you from, what God brought you out of, and even what God put you into. What you used to do, you know that song? The things I used to do, I don't do no more. It's been a great change since I accepted the Lord into my life. I'm going to testify about one thing, and then I'm going uh, to start moving around the room. Sister Rollins had already testified. Her and my mama dealing with the same thing this morning, from that hip to that ankle. And uh, so I thank the Lord for her. But the only thing I, I want to say right now is, man, I was so um, elated with the men of Faith Temple this morning. When I drove up, they was all outside. And James and Jeremiah were standing there learning, watching. And when they were told to do this or that, they did it. It made my transition into this building a lot easier. Because I was thinking, how are we going to pull this tank and get this roll later? And before we left the house, I was like, oh. Jesus, it's so much luggage with this way of life. Lord, open up my lungs and Lord, kill and repair my body. And listen, there was a time when I couldn't walk at all. So when I'm on that rollator walking in here, I know he's still working on me. And he's doing great things for me and you. You don't have to be in a hospital six months for God to have done a great thing for you. That's my battle to fight. That's not yours. But I know, I wanna, I'm going to share a secret with you today. What I know that I know that I know is the enemy wants, not me. And I was talking to somebody about this because it had happened too many times. And once it was actually vocalized, he wants this church. And the Bible said in order for him to do it, he got to take the leader down. And if he can take the leader out, he can take the body. Now, I don't believe I'm going down until your new leader has showed up. And so far, I'd have probably tried to hand it off to several people. But so far... I've not been led to pass the mantle yet, which means God has to keep propping me up. So he keeps on propping me up. But let me tell you, I ain't scared to go. <laughs> I tell people I'm prepared, so I'm not scared to go home. And we're going to be talking about that day, the road home. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about it in the natural and in the spiritual. And I see Lisa's not here today, so I know she's listening. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Vicki. Hey, everybody. So I want us to testify, but we're going to have to transfer a mic around, Brother Steve. Okay, he's already, he's already ready. That's beautiful. These men here are something else, I'm telling you. they something else. These are the men I've always hoped for, prayed for. But in due season, the Lord provided What's the song, Brother Steve? You got it? No? Okay, there's a song that says, Yes, I want to testify how he made a way each and every day. I've been set free. 
I've got the victory. Tell of his goodness. I want y'all to hear what I'm saying. Because as we go around, I want you to say it. Tell of his goodness to me, to me, to me. The words say again, yes, I want to testify. Yes, I want to testify how he made a way each and every day. I've been set free. I've got the victory. Tell of his goodness. Tell of his goodness to me, to me, to me. I don't know it like you know it. So we're going to have our first testimony. It's going to be from Brother Fuzzy. <laughs> um, I was so glad this morning when I saw you get out of that car and Praise operate the Lord. that thing like, Hey, you know what you're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny how God works. Uh, yes. I wasn't going to even get that, but I was sitting down one day to be in my nurse passed by. Huh. And she, do, she did like this. So I can't talk to her until 9 o'clock. I said, okay, well, I went down there at 9 o'clock. I said, I need me another car. <laughs> so she says, what happened to the husband? I said, somebody took it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I did another friend usually at the other church. He was in a had open heart surgery, but I'm so glad that God has changed my life. Mm. I'm so much better now, you know. Yeah, I'm able to spend time with my grandkids and yes, you know, knowing my grandson going up to the University of Texas, I'll be there. Yes, yeah. See, because when I was out there on them drugs and alcohol, I wouldn't worry about going over to the domain. Huh? You know. I but, hear you. But now that God is in my life, huh. I'm going to be here every Sunday. See? You know, he's given me so much. My God. Now, they gave me an appointment at the VA for next month on the 13th for a sleep apnea exam. And I've been having one of these sleep machines, too. I have one of them, too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> I haven't been using it, though. <laughs> but last night, I hooked it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I hooked it up. Yeah. Because it's got a computer in. Huh. I'm going to let them know I'm using it. And, and Monday, I'm going there and tell them I need a brand new man. Tell them it ain't working right. I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. Because once I change my life around, you can get anything you ask for. Hmm. Anything I've asked God for, yes. he has delivered. That's right. Yeah. So with that thought, I'm telling them. I seen you drive pretty fast this morning, too, when you, when you got out that car. I seen you willing. I said, look at him. <laughs> so God is really good. God is good. Yeah. Thank you. Come on, brother. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God. Good morning. Um, God has been amazing to me. Amen. <laughs> um, because Sweet Pea is going off to college. Amen. And Thank you, Lord. We have been receiving a lot of help Amen. from people that I don't even know. Thank you. And God. I know it's nobody but God putting everyone in our life that has been helping us with this college journey. Thank you, God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Wonderful. Good. Good. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Just he's just good to me and my cheer and my family. Amen. It's Friday. I ain't get my check. Uh-huh. 
And I almost was converted all the way back. <laughs> and it wasn't no good thing, Pastor Brown. I know it wasn't. My check that he, no check. Mm-mm. Huh. But thank God she pulled up just when I was about to go. <laughs> Won't he do it? Oh, God. Thank God for her. I needed my check. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you for the help, God. We sure appreciate it. <laughs> First, give on to Heavenly Father. Amen. Who leads my life. Yes. Pastor. Brown. Hallelujah. Pastor Brown. <laughs> I just want to say that the Lord has been good to me yes. and my wife all our life. Uh. Sometimes it looks like he takes his hands off, but I know he's still there. Yes. But I just want to say that uh, I have a pain in my side come back from uh, I think it's October the 3rd 09 when I got hit by a car when I was working in the the ditch Grunt Grava came in the the ditch where I was and pinned me down if I had dug the whole three inches in a way the car would landed on top of me oh my god only things to save me was that I had water in the hole and the mud was soft enough for me to swish down, keep from getting run over. My Lord. But nine, after nine years, New Lackers and came back. Every morning, I just can't hardly get out to bed, but I forced myself to get out. Yes. But I probably be going to the doctor sometime in the near future, when they call <laughs> next week, she said next week. So next okay. week, six six nine to seventy one, Vietnam. <laughs> All right, fuzzy. But I just wanted to say he's, he's been he good to us, me and my family and the kids. Thank you, Lord, so much. Thank you for that testimony, Brother Turk. We appreciate you. Thank you, Sister Hagen. Amen. 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 I I really don't even know where to start from the future (laughs) back. I mean, no, not from back or for right now, but I'm going to go back first and just say how God has blessed me so many ways. You know, I think about when um, I was hit by an 18-wheeler, and it was a tanker truck. And I testify about this all the time, that I came out with a contusion and a little fracture on my elbow mm. when he, I was hit three times. My Lord. Uh, I had a blowout on I-10. I didn't have my seatbelt on. I just got out of the car and didn't put it back on. And then I was knocked on over to the other side of the, in, in my car. But I thank God that how he blessed me to come out that I had had a dream about it before, and I know I've testified about it. And then I prayed that night. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. Oscar checked the uh, vehicle. He checked it, checked it, checked it. But uh, then I got on, on the road and still had a blowout and got hit. And, you know, God blessed me to come out of that situation. And then I, I went, I've gone down some years later when I was diagnosed with cancer and I had the surgery. And I, uh, it's been since 2006 
and I'm still kicking. And I thank God for it. Thank the Lord for it. And then I go back to uh, Pastor Brown. <laughs> Pastor Brown used to always say uh, that gloom and despair. <laughs> I could write a book about it. But I thank God thank that I'm not God. walking them floors no more. Hallelujah. Looking out the window, crying. Hallelujah. Trying to take care of my babies and my little children. And trying God. to keep my mind. And I would always ask God, God, keep me in my right mind. Yes. Because those kind of things can take you out. That's right. And I have seen it. And I thank God this morning huh. that so many people I see that uh, my mama was in, in the rehab over here. There was a lady in that bed beside her. Her husband had given her so much trouble. She shot herself in the head. And her daughter walked in that door and told me her mama been like that, I think she said, for like 30 years. Mm. Like, just couldn't respond to do nothing, you know, don't even know where she is. Mm. And I thank God that I kept my right mind. Hallelujah. I thank God that I, I believed in him and I knew that anything that I need, God was going to give it to me. And right now, in, in the present time, I've been going through some little situations where I had to have this test done and that test done. And then when a lot of it come back negative and they can't find nothing, I, I uh, end up like since Wednesday, they've been having the, everybody talking about these pains. I don't know if it's something in the air or what's going on. And Sister um, Marie walked in this morning on her cane and her leg was hurting her. I said, oh, my back been hurting me all since Wednesday. Wednesday night, these... To, you know, like the shock nerve thing coming your back, and it's just really painful. So this morning when I walked in, I said, I'm not going to get up to the door this morning. I got up there and, and was ushering this morning. Brother Steve started playing that music. Boy, and I got to bouncing around. <laughs> I don't even hardly feel them pains no more. And I just thank God. I don't know what's going on, but God is so good. God and I thank good. God for how he kept me all those years when I was going through that Right now, I can shout about it, and I thank God about it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Sure, appreciate that testimony. Good morning to all. Good morning, Sister Anita. Uh, God recently uh, reminded me that it is no secret what he can do. Huh. And not only in the natural, but in the spiritual, in the emotional state. And so I've experienced some things over the past few years that had a lot to do with emotions. Mm. But one of the things that I had to learn to do was let go and let Thank go. Because I would let go for a few minutes and then I'd pick it back up. Huh. So he reminded me that my faith need to, needed to be increased. All right. So I increased my faith and I became a faith fighter. All right. And didn't even know it. So just over the past few months with everything that has went on, like with my mother passing away, mm -hmm. I just say, okay. You know, I don't have any reason to grieve, and that's a God thing. That is. Because words say, you know, we don't cry like one with no hope. Yes. And they said, you know, the words say joy comes in the morning. But I had joy the whole time, mm. you know, and not just recently. But ever since I've been dealing with my mama, mm. I found something to be joyful about. All right. You know, despite some of the things that were going on. And at one time, I was walking dead, had pernicious anemia, didn't even know it. Hmm. I'm walking around barely, but the Lord walked with me. Hmm. Amen. And he kept me, and that's my testimony. Amen. Thank you so much for that. Amen, amen. Thank the Lord. 
Good morning. Good morning, Nosa. I'm going to keep it real short. Uh, I passed on the mic before because a lot of times I get in my own headspace and I just start thinking about the stuff that I'm going through. But I want to thank the Lord in spite of anything that I feel like is a trial right now. Mm-hmm. And really thank him for everything I'm, I'm taking for granted. Thank him for all the stuff I failed to appreciate or to say vocally how much I appreciate it. And then also for the trial itself, because I know that's going to show me so much more and put us in a, a better position than we, than we entered in. So I, I just want to take the time to, to thank the Lord for everything he, he's showing us as a, as a family, uh, my immediate family, but us as a church family. Amen. And then, I mean, thank him for the movement of my limbs, thank him for the health of my family, thank huh. him for my family, my friends. That That's right. I don't speak to every day, but I love them every day. That's right. You know, I don't think about them every second, but that's that's what it is. You know, that's I love them. So I just want to thank him for everything that, that I know he's done for us. Hallelujah. And then also for what he's going to deliver us to. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Nosa. We appreciate that testimony. All right, Sister Marie, he's standing to your right. And Sister Marie said, you know, I, I don't talk. I up for this church. Everyone, y'all have a spot. And I just want to thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Marie. Amen. Amen. I thank God for being here. Thank the Lord for saving me, sanctifying me, filling me with his Holy Ghost. Thank, thank you, the Lord, Lord for everyone that's here. Uh, Amen, Sister Mary. For the... For God, who's the leader of my life, and that's right. I just want to. I want to thank the Lord for His blood. The Bible say that the. I I I really enjoy this testimony service because the word say we overcome. That's right. By the word, by the blood of the, by, by the blood of the Lamb, and, and the, the word testimony of our testimony. Amen. And praise God. Praise God, praise God. Praise we don't God. have to we don't have to cry and complain. We're gonna testify and be delivered. Right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory, Glory to God. God. Because by the by the by the voice of two, let everything be be made established. So all the right. blood that testified that we heal, we huh. delivered, we got all that we need. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To wish of this pain, huh. to wish of this pain, huh. hallelujah. hallelujah, glory to God, we <laughs> heal, no more oxygen, no more uh, oxygen, glory Jesus to God, pain. we I testify, yes. the blood testify, glory yes. to God, hallelujah. hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you, hallelujah. Jesus. And so, so everyone, go, we're going we to touch and agree huh. on everything that I just said. That's right. And we all heal. Huh. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Leona. Amen. 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 I have so much to be grateful for. Hmm. But I'm going to tell you a story that um, my, my nephew invited me over last weekend, and he said, Aunt, he said, "Um, I'm so sorry you've been down a long time, and you're not able to get up and, you know, travel. And I say, baby, don't be sad about that. I've been traveling a long time. (laughs) You know, and he said, what? 
I've been traveling a long time. Mm. I've been in and out of people's homes. I've been helping people. I've been a servant. I've been in places no man would ever go in or want to go in. And I say, you know, God has given me the opportunity now to enjoy my home. And we don't see it like that. You know, I used to rush home from work, tired, mm -hmm. go in there and cook baby something to eat, rush to the computer or go to bed, get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, get on the computer, get my paperwork in to go back the next day mm -hmm. and go in somebody else's house. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I want to really thank God for another story, and it's with Pastor Brown on this journey, especially the journey I could not be at the hospital with. I'm not going to talk so much about Leona's journey, but Pastor Brown's journey. And Leona, you know, even though I have an LVN license, I operate at a level, and thank God for the Holy Spirit, at a godly level. And the Holy Ghost keeps telling me this, 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 this. And this time, Pastor Brown, when you went in and they were coming back with the report and the Lord just told me they sedated her down uh, to paralyze her, to work on her. So don't be afraid. And we stood and prayed. But Linda and Sister Patricia was going there and I told them I needed a report. <laughs> and I know all your family was there and everybody was there. Tell them they better hurry up and call me and give me a report. See, I, I needed someone to give me a report. Now, you know, we have the Holy Spirit and the Lord to guide us. Instead of me asking the Holy Spirit, I need a report, I wanted to hear from them. And then they got caught up down there, and I text Sister Linda, and I said, you either call me because Pastor Murray is going to put me out the hospital because I'm coming up there. And I didn't want Pastor Murders to put me out the hospital. I ain't worried about security. I ain't worried about the nurses. I don't know if Pastor Murders going to say, Leon, you going home. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to go in there and see you. And I told Linda, I said, you know what? I wanted you to take pictures of this. And I wanted you to take a picture of the vent machine. And I need you to take pictures of all her medication. See, I'm still working. Hmm. You're still traveling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had to come down. And I had to say, God, you take control of this because you, I'm at a place now and she's at a place now that you are in control. You know, and I had to really calm it down because I really wanted to know everything. You know, I, I wanted to see how your backside was. I wanted to see how your feet was. I wanted to see the, but see, that's a nurse. Lord have mercy. And Pastor Brown didn't care about nothing, but this is what I wanted to do <laughs> because I'm the nurse. But I thank God for the Holy Spirit because it was nothing but God. Hmm. See, you don't understand. We go by what man says and we look at it, and I think it's bad. Pastor Murn is, is, is a nurse, but I think it's sometimes knowledge is good, but knowledge can really kind of put you in a box that you can't lean on God. Mm -hmm. And today I want us to lean on God. Now it's two years on my journey for healing. 
And every day I have believed God for our healing, Pastor Brown, and for other people's healing in this body, even if it wasn't physical, mentally, financially. But it's been two years, and I thought about Dr. Vicki, and Dr. Vicki on her journey when she was off for so long, and I'm going to tell you, once you're used to a certain level of money, you are just used to it. You kind of like, oh, my God. But, you know, my husband had to keep reminding me, sister, to be thankful for everything we have. You know, be thankful. And you know what? I had to calm it down. Sister, Pastor Murders, I had to calm it down. Because my spirit man was racing 95 miles an hour and Leona gone. And I had to calm it down. So today I'm telling some of us, we got to calm it down. Because God is the way maker. It is not the jobs, Wanda. God is our provider. <laughs> and that devil get us on a stage and he make us act a fool. Amen. You understand? And he makes us act a real fool. My Lord. You understand? Especially when things are not going our way. You understand? And some of these doctors are telling you some things, and I have to calm it down. But you, we, it made me, and it's making me into God what he wants it to be. God, you are the head of our life. And you are the one that gives us a breath every morning to breathe. And you are the one that's going to wake us up. And at the end of the day, you are the only one that's going to put us to sleep. And at the end of the moment, you're the last person we're going to see. And I want him to tell me, good and faithful servant, come on in. That's right. So we want to just say thank you, Jesus, for the thank moment. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right, April, come on and tell of his goodness. Um, I'm going to try not to cry. I always do. I'm going to try <laughs> to get through it. But I'm just really excited. I think that um, a couple of the things I'm excited about are God's promises. And I think that in the testimony for me, I'm just thankful for what he's already promised. Even though we may not see it now, we may not feel like it now, but I believe in his promises that, I, that are on uh, my life and our life. And one thing that I was telling us the other day, I was like, man, I thank God we don't look like what we're going through. Because, uh, that's right. Because I feel like I look kind of cute sometimes. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know we're going through some stuff. <laughs> and this is not, and I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, no, people don't understand. I would want to explain it. But it's really not for me to explain that I'm going through this, this, and this. Thank God that I don't look like what I'm going through. And right now, I'm so excited. A lot of people around me, close friends, are having job promotions and moving and making all this money and doing all kind of stuff. And I'm like, man, that's so exciting because I know he doesn't love me any less. That's right. I know that he's doing this for this person and this for this person, and our time is coming. It may not look the same. It may be different. I thank God for the promise he already has on our lives. That's right. So that's all I wanted to say. That's a wonderful saying. And thank y'all. And I kind of like being Lord. on the mic because I think I'm like a comedian and stuff, so I'm talking a little <laughs> extra. Thank the Lord for all of the uh, testimonies. I want Faith Temple to be encouraged by everything that they heard today. Brother Jeffrey, I didn't even hear from Brother Jeffrey. All right, Brother Jeffrey. Yeah. I want to testify. 
We almost forgot you, Brother Jeffrey. Yeah, why y'all passing me up? I don't know. First, I'd like to say give it unto God. And yes. Who's the head of my life, and I'm just blessed to see my pastor. Amen. Thank you. I'm and, blessed uh, to see you. It's, it's, it's really a blessing. Uh, but most of the thing I want to testimony on is my eyesight. Oh, yes. And I just thank God that I wasn't blind. Hmm. And it's just that uh, God has been so good to me, but I have been good to myself at times. Hmm. But what the help of my fiance back there, huh. if it wasn't for her, if it my wasn't Lord. for her, Lord, I don't know what I would do. My Lord. That's your ride or die. You know, and <laughs> we... <laughs> But you know, I just I just thank God and some stuff she just not going through. I went through it forty one years ago. I'm still going. There's a vacant spot. But Lord, it, it really sets me up when I come in case field. Hmm. But we not here for always, you know. And I just thank God. But y'all just keep praying for us that we can grow better in in, in Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Man, I love this church. We have truly become not just a church family. we become a family. And there's not anything in here I think we won't share. Now, I'm going to try not to hold you long because I had a testimony service. Sister Alice and brother. Oh, Brother Steve. I'm sorry. I said Sister Alice. Brother Steve. I was looking at April. No. <laughs> I'm just throwed off. Go ahead, Brother Steve. <laughs> Go ahead, Brother Steve. Okay, we have Sister Vicky online here. She's All right, Sister Vicky. Testify here. Hello. <laughs> yes, hey. hey, Mama. Oh. <laughs> she said, hey. She said, hola, jovencita. Hola, Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so this is Vicky and Brittany. I'm in, I'm in Dallas, and Brittany is in L.A. And All we right. want to testify. All right, tell it then. <laughs> we uh, we are just glad to be a part of Faith Temple Church. Amen. Um, I had somebody invite me to church this morning, and the church service goes right along parallel with Faith Temple Church. And I told him no because I'd rather be in my house listening to you all Aww. than in the company of other people in the body of uh Believers, because I'm like Sister Marie, each one of you all play an important part in my life. I can't imagine life without either Amen. any of you. And so I thank God for all of you. Thank um, the Lord. I don't know what's going on this morning with these knees and backs and all that, but I'm going to tell you all to shake it off because uh. I got up this morning feeling that I started kicking in the air. I will <laughs> not be subject. To, to this kind of stuff because God has too much for us to do. So start kicking your knees in the air and shaking it off and twisting it back or whatever it is that you have to do because God is good and he has more and more for us to do. That's and right. So I truly thank him for being uh, the, the head of my life. I thank him for an amazing, amazing mom because yes. I was listening to Pastor Brown uh, talking about her being in the service. And y'all know she belongs to Salt Mine, and Salt Mine is going on right yes. now. And so the dedication that she has to make sure 
that Pastor Brown can do what God is calling her to do is amazing. Amen. I thank God for I heard Brother Jeffrey with his fiance stuff, so I thank <laughs> God for fiance Anita back there in the corner. I thank God for that I'm on the on the line to hear that announcement. It's just good stuff. I thank God for the cars he's just uh, giving people the deliverance that he's making. I thank God for technology that I could be sitting in Dallas and my daughter in L.A., and I've been in different cities this week, and he protected both of us thank on you, our Lord. travels. I thank him for the small things, the breath, the toothpaste. toothpaste. That's I right. I thank God for Water. every blessing because every day I probably get a thousand or more blessings uh, from our Father up above, and I can't uh, name them all. But I just know that he has been good. And I also want to talk about just a second uh, about total health and what God is doing through our hands with total health. Um, because I hear you talking about health challenges and stuff. And I think that, you know, we started this last year with just nine little women where we were going to get healthy together, just do little things on a day-to-day basis. And people are calling me and talking about the amazing things that God is doing in their lives. And this year we have about 25 to 30 people Thank you, Lord. that have all joined together and said, we're going to do this thing together. And so I praise God for that. I praise God for everything. And if you want to uh, join us, uh, friends, we don't stress. We don't do any of that. We just encourage each other along the way um, so that we could do something about our health. Not so that we could be things, but so that we could be around That's right. to do the things that God needs us to do to affect change in this earth. And so I thank you. Uh, Bridget, do you want to say something? Just say hey so they'll know you on here. Good morning. Good morning. Y'all. All right, guys. We love y'all. We're going to hang up and listen to the radio. Have a happy, happy Sunday. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Thank the Lord for Faith Temple this morning. And I'm going to put a quick thought in your mind from uh, the book of Matthew, the fifth chapter. Matthew 5 and 13. Thank you, Brittany, for saying good morning. And Sister Vicki for giving us your testimony for those of you that don't know about total health it's that actually total health 102 it's the second year she is a, a program that vicky offers absolutely free that's not complicated that helps us eat so that we're healthier and so i don't know if all of you are in the ftc family room are you in that room so that everybody can come to one place and speak to everybody at Faith Temple at one time. Is everybody in that room? If it's everybody, everybody raise your hand if you're in the FTC family room. Okay. If you're not, I would like for you to be in there so that you can see what's going on with Faith Temple and throughout the week, people check in, some serious sense of little blessings and different things happen throughout the week. And it gives us an opportunity to keep in contact with each other. Right now, uh, there's also a Total Health 101 room. And uh, all of this is through an app called GroupMe. Have you ever heard of that? You have to download download that app, GroupMe, and then look for those rooms. FTC Family and Total Health 101. That's how that works. All right. We're going to the word of the Lord coming from the book of Matthew 5. Go to verse 13. And we're going to stand and read the word of the Lord together. And then we'll... uh, quickly go into the word of God. Give us something to think about throughout the week. Amen. Matthew 5. I'm sorry. Matthew 7. 
Matthew 7, verse 13 through 14. Matthew 7, verse 13 through 14. Amen? Who's going to read in the mic today? Because I don't want the radio to go dead. So I need one person to read into the mic today. Matthew 7, verses 13 through 14. Thank you. April. Okay, let us read. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in threat. Amen. Thank you. Keep reading. I'm sorry. Because straight is the way, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Amen. Thank you so much. You can be seated. Um, I wanted to to read that scripture today. I was just uh, going through so many things this week, wondering, Lord, what do you want to talk to me about? And I was telling my mom, I said, I don't even know what to say to Faith Temple on Sunday, and I'm scheduled to speak. But uh, we were tossing around different things, but I um, landed on this in my head. We're going to talk about today the road home. The road home. I heard her. Um, I heard my mom say something, and it made me think about this. Uh, the road home. Matthew seven verses thirteen through fourteen is talking about roads. One road is going to lead you to destruction. One road leads you to life. Do you know that? Life is with the Lord eternally in a good place. One let one road leads you to destruction, where you're separated from God and in a place of torment. So Matthew 7 is one of those uh, messages that Jesus is uh, teaching about while he's on doing the Sermon on the Mount. And this is one of his greatest teachings. I want to say his longest teachings, because if you read through Matthew, he's teaching from the fifth chapter through the seventh chapter. But this is one thing he's not only telling us, but compelling us to think about is that we have to choose which road that we're going down. Do you believe that? Okay. In our life, now I want to talk about in our life, there are many roads for us to choose. I don't know if you know it or not, but I'm a person that believes that life is choice driven. I don't believe that God makes your decisions. I believe decisions are pre- pre- presented to you and then I think you have to make a choice. That's why the Lord says in his word, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? And that's why the Lord says in his word, we will we'll live and die by the words of our own tongue. Not by the words of somebody else's tongue, but by the words of our tongue. But what has happened is our road is changing because we're so random with a couple of things. We're random with what we say. We don't put uh, a guard by the Holy Spirit on what we say. We no longer have a check in our spirit about what we say. Some of us will say anything like, oh, Lord. And the Bible says, don't use the Lord's name in vain. That's like me going around saying, oh, fuzzy. Oh, fuzzy. And then fuzzy say what? And I was like, oh, I wasn't talking to you. Oh, fuzzy. Oh, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. And Jeffrey, quite naturally, if you hear me, he's going to say, 
what? And he was like, what did, he'll say, what do you want, Pastor Brown? I was like, I'm not talking to you. That's just what I say when I just want to have an exclamation. And so many of us call the Lord's name and we're not even speaking to him. That's the road that we're choosing, even though he said, don't do that. Sometimes we choose a road that we know is not the right job. We get that little check in our spirit. Don't do this. When you start wondering about whether you should do something or not, you probably shouldn't do it. I mean, because God can be very clear. And when you're in his road, when you're on his road, he establishes us. He don't leave you double-minded. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He don't know how to make a decision and set his feet until God shows him another way. So roads are, are, some roads are busy. The The Lord says the way to destruction is wide and broad. It's a whole bunch of people over there. That road is so busy. It's a lot of people that choose the road to destruction. Uh, Fuzzy told us this morning he once chose it. He said, I thank the Lord. And see, I don't know how deep that is. He said, I thank the Lord that my grandson is graduating from the University of Texas. And you know what? I'm going to be there. Now, see, you don't know like he knows what that means. Because he said, at one time, I didn't care about anything but the dope man and alcohol. But he said, my grandson is graduating, and I will be there. And those of you that know him know every Sunday morning, he's here. So the Lord has changed his life and put him on a different, come on, somebody, put him on a different, now he done left that road that was wide and broad and busy, and he done started walking down that narrow road. Where every now and again we see a traveler. Now nobody told you the narrow road was going to be easy. The narrow road ain't easy, but for sure it's leading to a good place. If you keep on keeping on, at the end you're going to win. Listen, if everything that happened to you was good, that's God showing you his love. But when stuff gets hard and stuff gets tough, And you don't know whether you're going to live or die, faint or be the victor. That's your time to show God my V is up. I see you, Steve. I heard you in that song in the morning. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. My V's are up. I got the victory even when it looks like I'm falling apart. See, you got to talk like God talks so you can stay on the right road. Because your mind plays a part in what road you're on. See, some of us are mentally challenged. We could be challenged by things from our past. We could be challenged because we need medication. We could be challenged by our emotions. And it's important to take care of this mind. You know why? The Bible says with this mind is how you serve God. Now, I don't know... Uh, how it became a taboo in the in the black church, and not not just the black church, but with black people, we won't see a psychiatrist, we won't see a counselor, and I hate to say this, but a lot of uh, that's why I was so impressed uh, with Nosa and April when they came to counseling way some years ago, uh, because a lot of men won't go to counseling. I don't need nobody in my business. 
sitting here fainting like you know all the answers. You don't have all the answers. If you got a drug problem, the Bible says there's safety in the multitude of counsel. Go see a drug counselor. I'm telling you this today because I know somebody I sent to see a doctor. Because when you got problems in your body, if you pray, the Bible says faith without works is dead. I tell them, you got a headache, go take your Tylenol and then come pray. Or pray and take your Tylenol. And believe God that his word is going to be activated in your life. Tylenol ain't going to work by itself. Somebody's covering you in prayer. Because there's only one healer. Tylenol may treat something, but if you got a condition you need to be healed from, only God is the healer. And you know what's amazing? I want you to look at this this morning because this is the good part of being on the narrow road. You know what's amazing? You ever notice how God created your body to heal itself? You ever notice you get a scratch on your arm and those little white cells or something, Vicky can speak to this better than me, just start trying to build something over that little scratch you got on your arm. And sometimes you would put a Band-Aid over it to protect it so it can keep working. And you be going about your business and your body just working, healing you. God did that. Um, I relate to Brother uh, Turk. When I was run over by that truck in 2004, they had to cut my stomach over from the top to the bottom. Creepy. And, and, and they, they said they couldn't sew my stomach closed because I had so much infection, right? But guess what? God made my body where it just started healing. It closed up on its own. Now I got a little assistance from the nurse because they did something what's called wet to dry. They put some wet gauze in there to remove the infection. I mean some dry wet gauze in there to absorb the infection and take it out and and uh, because it was dry, they put it in wet, it come out dry. With, but with the infection. But my body just healed itself. It knitted my stomach back together. There is no secret. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. That's on that road. And you know how compassionate God is? Your body can still do that even if you don't serve God. He reigns on the just as well as the, as well as the unjust. That's how loving God is. But on that road to the destination that we're trying to get to, to see our Lord and see his face in peace, you have to ask yourself, what roads am I choosing on a daily basis? And you do that with your mind. If your mind is not right, if it's overtaken with bad emotions, if it's overtaken with fear and drudgery, or like Sister Leona said this morning, or uh, Sister uh, Linda said this morning, if it's overtaken with gloom, despair, and agony, you're not thinking right. And if you don't think right, you won't choose the right roads. So it's important what's on your mind. And I'm going to ask you the question, what's on your mind? What's on your mind right now when God is talking about roads? How many different roads are you going to face today when you leave here? How many choices are you going to have to make? You can't even walk out this door without making a choice. 
You can make a choice to walk out this door. You can make a choice to run out these doors. But either way it go, it's your choice. And it has to be because the scripture said every man is going to be held accountable for the deeds done in his body. How can God make your choices and then hold you accountable? That doesn't make sense, right? So he gives you a choice. You It's so many roads, but he gives you a choice. And God's people pop off that uh, road to darkness a lot. Believe it or not, don't look at just Faith Temple to know how big the body of Christ is. The body of Christ is huge. People that love the Lord, it's huge. And when your heart has been changed by him, when your ways have been changed by him, when you're on a different road, only you know who you are to the extent of what's deep down in your heart, what's easily accessible that's not like God. We need to work on that because roads determine where we're going. We got to talk right about every situation and mean it from our heart. We cannot be talking right and that's just saying it with our mouth. Because the Bible says, and the words of God hold true even when we're talking to each other, that even when the Lord was looking at us, it's, he says, it's with their mouth. That they're serving me. But their heart. Is far from me. And you don't want God. To say that because God is a constant reader. Of the heart. It gets whatever your destination is. It starts in your mind. Then it gets in your heart. Then it becomes your action. That's why the scripture teaches us to guard. Our heart. Our mind our ear gates, our eye gates, because of the things that we're watching and taking in can influence the road that we decide on. And the roads that we decide on can have some destinations, some pitfalls, some stops along the way that you may not want to make. Think about in your life in the past, roads that you've taken that you wish you hadn't taken. And I'd be, oh, Lord, I wish I hadn't done that. Or some people say, if I, knowed, if I had known then what I know now, I never would have went that way. Now, you know the best thing God can do for you in that situation is whatever you went through, he took that trial to make you strong. He is, I hear Sister Rollins say this all the time lately, everything you have done, everything that's going forward, you're going to win. God is just determined that you win. Now, he can't stop your choices, but he can give you another choice. He can't stop you from choosing. Because, see, the devil wants you to fail because some of us think we're facing the devil and really we're facing his imps. You know, the Bible said a third of heaven fell when the devil fell. So he got angels. He got people that, um, even if I don't know if you're one of those people that he can influence from time to time, but from time to time we can get off track. 
And we, but it's like we pass through one of those angels. You can say something or do something or act a certain way that's not like God. But either way it goes, it didn't steal from you. It didn't kill you. It didn't destroy you. Because when you set, when you set foot up on the devil, one of those things are going to happen. Steal, kill, destroy. Why should he leave you alive? That's just another soldier gone on that he don't have to deal with. Why should you be here? Why should you face the struggles that you're facing? Why should you go through what you're going through? You're in the perfect place if you're in a struggle. You're on a perfect road to show God, Lord, I'm not just with you for the fishes and the loaves. Even when I'm down, I love you, Lord. I appreciate you. That's the only time your love looks real. Even when you can't see, Brother Jeffrey, you still come to church. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. But then you come back, you get your sight, and you say, Lord, I was blind, but now I see. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Then you get on that road with Sister Hagen was when I'm walking the floor all night long, looking out my windows, looking out my doors, crying till I baptized my pillow with tears. Thought I was going to lose my mind. I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Now you go, now in this day, my mind, my mind. My mind is gone. That old evil mind that I had. My mind is gone. That mind that made me worry, that mind is gone. I thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Or you'd be like Brother Turk when you're there in that ditch and just a little mud and just the right amount of water. And you might have been complaining when you were standing in it and in the middle of it, and God can't choose for you to be in it, but he can show use what's there to save your life so you would be here at this time. So I don't know what you were saying back then, Brother Turk, but I know you said, now I thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. See, muddy places and watery places is not comfortable. But God knows where you need to be to get where he's trying to take you. And the devil may try to kill you, brother, but you ain't leaving here, I heard the song this morning, until God says so. See? 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 Now, I'm going to even use Sister Wanda this morning. She said, I was about to go off. That's about the most I can give you, Lord. I may not be there yet. I ain't what I used to be because y'all know how it is with, when you done worked hard and your check is missing. You done gave the man your time. And especially if you was outside in the heat and your money ain't there. It's very few people that say, I thank you, Lord. <laughs> I love you, Lord. You're going to be like Sister Hagen looking out that window, looking out that door, going like, if you know like I know, 
You better get in with my check quick. I'm going to tear this whole place up. I ain't going to just tear my office up. I'm going to tear up every office in here. And then I still want my check. It ain't going to be good for you if you don't get here with that check. But Jesus knows how much we can bear. So just in the nick of time, before she ripped the place apart, before she broke everything in the building, before she threw something through their window, the people showed up with his check, with her check. I love you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for helping me not cuss these people out. Thank you, Lord, for helping me not hurt these people. They know. Lord, if they knew everything that, I, that the Lord knew I was capable of, they would have ran here with this check on their bare feet. I love you, Lord. I didn't strangle nobody. I didn't beat nobody up. I didn't hurt nobody. See, now that's funny, but y'all been there. You know what it's like to feel that kind of anger and be that mad. <laughs> Even as a believer, you can get there. I know I can get there. If it wasn't for his grace, if it wasn't for God's mercy, I wouldn't be able to choose the right road. My mind would be like the children of Israel back in the day before they were even the children of Israel. I would be continually thinking evil. Right? Mercy gives me another opportunity to get it right. That's a gift from God. Grace. God's unearned favor gives me a chance to be accepted into the kingdom of God. So I believe that we're on that road this morning. If you're not on that road, you need to get on the road. And listen, let me tell you, it's not hard to get on the road. I know maybe through church or religion, you've been told a lot of things that it takes to be on the road with the Lord. But the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, you shall be saved. That's the scripture, right? Anything else that's not scripture is not relevant. Because listen, let me tell you, there are a lot of people, even in the body of Christ, that are losing their lives because they think it's so hard to live for God. The work has been done by Jesus Christ on the cross, and it don't get no better than that. I'm not telling you you got a license to go out and do whatever you want to do. Because if you truly have love for the Lord, you are one of living a way that God is pleased. Because of what he's done for you. You know what I'm saying? What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What could take my brokenness or when I was in them streets and or when I was even not all that I should be? What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. That's what puts me on the right road. That's what puts me on the road to heaven, to um, uh, great place with the Lord to being stronger in God that road is a whole bunch of stuff along that road the blessings of God that make rich and add no sorrow 
is on that road. The Lord that grants us increase is on that road. Every time you do the confession of faith, that's on that road. I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. If you are a believer, if you're serving God, uh, you're going to live forever. You're not going to live in this place forever. But when you transition, you're going to have a consciousness before the Lord. You may never leave. You think, oh, they down there in the grave waiting on the Lord. No, they gave his body up. You got to realize that you're spirit and not body. A body is what you need to be on this earth. Can you see it that way? You're like, no, because all I see is bodies. All I see is bodies in here. The Lord prepared a body, a vessel for you to be in. But one day you're going to lay this body down. And I know when you're young, you don't think so. But one day this body, but in this day and time, young people hitting the ground fast. And it makes me sad because when I first saw it, I said, the devil is coming after the babies. You know why? Because they kill it. That's the devil. They see still in their life and he's destroying their peace because they think in their schools, at least they're safe. Why? Because they've always been safe. But see what the devil can't do in the adults, he's trying to do it in the children. That's why I said to you this morning, Wanda, look at your soldiers. Up here, standing up here for God, whether they know it or not. They're being trained that way all their life. You can remember when they were little, right? When I even came back from the hospital this time, James and Jeremiah and Malachi looked like they had changed in six months. Malachi looks thinner and taller. Jeremiah looks taller. James looks tall. They look different to me. I was like, oh, my God. In six months, these kids have changed. And I promise you, I think Jeremiah is going through a voice change. In a few seconds, you're going to be talking like this. Y'all ever heard those boys when they go through that change? Yeah. I remember when Tony Robertson did. And it was like, uh, 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 and finally, hello. <laughs> but every, I want you to think about that when you leave here today. Every, even with the kids, life is choice driven. And you're going to end up on a road every day, all day, that you choose to be on. And all of those roads determine whether you're choosing life or whether you're choosing death. Death is not dying in the grave. I don't want you to think about death like that. Death is eternal separation from God. You will never know the presence of God. You will never know peace. You will never know love. You will never have grace anymore. You won't have mercy anymore. And no, much, no matter how much God loves you, it won't matter in the end. He can love you and you're separated from him. You know why? He has to live by this word. And before the word of God should fail, have you heard it? Not one jot, not one period, not one comma of this word will fail. He said, before I let this word fail, heaven and earth will pass away. So no matter 
how much God loves you. He's bound by what's in this word, what he told us. So will you choose life today? Or will you choose the pathway of death? Now, I'm not telling you you're not going to make mistakes. I'm telling you on a consistent basis. Because if, if uh, instead of fuzzy, is your name James for real? Instead of, well, I'm going to say this. If fuzzy goes out and falls away, and then you hear that he's at the drug house, what you going to do? You gonna go get him? Are you gonna pray? And if he gets back up again, he's on the right road now. But if he refuses to get up, that's the road he's chosen. You follow me? I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna pray, and then we're gonna close. I'm gonna pray a special prayer today. Um, well, all prayers are special, but let me say this. I used to say this all the time. If you walk by somebody, come and say you come into Faith Temple and it's a ditch somewhere around here. I don't see many ditches around Faith Temple. But if it's a ditch and you come by and you see somebody laying in the ditch, you can go, oh my goodness, that person fell in a ditch. And you may keep walking. If you come back by three hours later, they in there eating potato chips and uh, reading a book and watching TV. You go, oh, they didn't fall in the ditch. They live. So do you live in the ditch? Sometimes we all fall in the ditch. But it's a difference between falling in the ditch and living. Every time you fall, you got to get back up again. Every time you mess up, you got to ask God's forgiveness and get on the right road again. And if you need to ask a person's forgiveness, ask them, then get on the right road again. And look what the word of God says. Even if you think they got all against you, and you may not even think you've done anything, but if you think they've got all against you, you got to go and be reconciled. Is that the book, Pastor Murders? And then you got to bring your gift to the altar. Don't come up here running, asking God uh, to forgive you, and then you ain't talk to your brother. The Bible says, how you going to love God you ain't never seen? And you can't love the person that's right here in your face. We all spirit. We got to, we're going to all live forever. But are you going to live forever with God? Or are you going to live forever separated from God? Heaven is a beautiful place, I'm told. And all I know about hell is it's hot. But I'm going to tell you this about a loving God. He said, I never intended hell for you. It was for the devil, read Revelations, and his angels. But because people want to go, because that way to destruction is wide and broad and people think it's easy and they want to go in, the Bible says hell has done what, Pastor Murtis? Enlarged itself to accommodate those that love the devil and his imp's way. What'd you say, Pastor Murtis? Those ditch dwellers, those ditch dwellers are the reason hell hath enlarged itself. So you're not a ditch dweller, right? You know how to get back up again? You know how to repent for any failures to the Lord or if you just failed him? That's why it's good to pray every day. 
That's why it's good to have God's mercy, because a lot of things you uh, pray, you pray and ask God's forgiveness. Some things you forget because you don't think anything is wrong with them and something is wrong with them, but you don't think anything is wrong with them. That's what's good about mercy. God has compassion anyway. Right. I'm going to say this and I'm through for real. So when you buy your next bootleg video and if you should die before you can say, Lord, please forgive me for robbing this industry. Please forgive me for taking food out of these actors' mouths and taking food out of the producer's pocket and at money out of the producer's pocket and the executive producers and the directors and everybody that it took to make this movie. Lord, please forgive me for robbing these people. If you should die before you say that, somebody say, I'm covered. By the grace of God, I'm covered. I really wish we stop doing that see that keep coming up so that means it's still in this house bootleg people still in this house don't think there's anything wrong with bootleg videos but let me tell you like I tell you all the time that's a road I want you to know that that's a choice is it like God you tell me do you think that choice is like God do you think that choice is what God wants you to make? Every time you make a bootleg video choice, you know what you tell me? You don't trust God to be able to provide. So you're going to get this bootleg while it's $5, $7. You're not going to pay $20 for a movie, right? If I like something, my God is able. The Bible said to do exceedingly and abundant above all I could ask or think. I was sick as a dog when I was in the hospital and the Black Panther came out. Let me tell you how much it stayed on my mind. Soon as I got out of the hospital, no, sir, I was at home, woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and bought the Black Panther and watched that movie. Cost me $20. Now, I know some of y'all got it for three or five or something like that. Huh? I was in my house. I got a fire stick. And I got an Amazon Prime account. And I don't have a jailbroke fire stick. It came to be jailbroke. And what did I do, mama? I unjailbroke it. I know a little something about computers and stuff like that. I said, if my God don't provide it, I don't need it. It's something he knows that I have a problem with. But I have never wanted to see a movie and not been able to buy it. So I put that $20 on there and I watched the Black Panther. And then my mama came and watched the Black Panther. As long as she could watch it, my mama's really not a movie TV person. That's why it's not good to take her to the theater. It's dark and cool. And if you take her to a theater and it's dark and cool, thank you, Sister Leona, she going to sleep. We got kicked out of a theater one time, and I had to wake my mama up. Well, look, we got to go. And we was thankful to God that we got kicked out because the movie was no good, and we, couldn't, we were sitting there thinking, how can we get our money back? This movie was awful. How can we get our money back? And we had a baby with us that kept crying. And they wanted the baby to get out. So that means we all had to get out. So we all left. We was family. We all left my mama asleep. Mama, 
We leaving. <laughs> she just supported. I'm just going with y'all because y'all like this. And we support, but this TV thing, this movie thing, that ain't my thing. Now, sitting up reading the Bible, she can read all day. My sister's the same way. That's, so, But that affects their roads, right? Uh, there are certain things that I tell Fred Temple all the time that uh, my, my guilty pleasure is I will laugh at almost anything because I can hear the message that you're trying to convey. And I will laugh, and that, that's probably not right. But I, I God, that's probably not right. But you can be cussing like a Hebrew slave, and I can hear just what you're talking about. I don't really pay attention to the cussing. I hear the message you're trying to send across. And I just be laughing, and my mom be like, let me get out of here. So much cussing. Now, I don't know, like, what was I watching that movie? A Girl's Trip? I had never seen that movie before. So after I bought uh, The Black Panther, I saw Girl's Trip because it's on HBO and I already paid for HBO anyway. I saw Girl's Trip and my mama was in there tripping on how much they cussing Girl's Trip. And these girls are hardcore cussing. But I said, Mom, I don't really hear that. I hear the message. She said, well, what's the message? I said, the message is about friendship. It's about friends that will be with you to the end. Teeth and tongue, they say, fall out. So they went through. That's the message I received. So they went through all this stuff. They were so excited, remembering their college days, friendship. But they also went through a part where they fell out. But guess what? Love brought them, what, back together. Good friends. Sometimes that's the way it is, even with good family. You fall out, but if the love is real, you come back together again, and you ain't going to let nobody do anything to them in your presence, right? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this word today because, God, you have given us the word. And by, and by your word, you said, I've healed you from all diseases. Now, God, you heard every person that was in here today that's dealing with something. From the head through the body, God, every ache, every pain, every backache, every knee ache, ankle. Those that are dealing with uh, sciatica, Father, that's experiencing a, a pain from the hip to the ankle. God, lead us in the way that we need to go. And, Father, heal our bodies in the name of Jesus. God, our body is this in our bodies that we're serving you. is with our mind that we serve you and God we need both to be healthy and strong in order to keep building the kingdom of God God we thank you for these saints that are in here today that walk by faith and not by sight God we thank you that even as they exercise their faith like sister Anita said God become faith strong Lord God they begin to experience those things in you that they need in their lives God we thank you that the devil has to take his hands off of God's property and these people shall live and not die. We will declare the works of the Lord in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, that if we're not on the right road, we're getting on the right road. And we thank you, Lord, that some of us can say we're on the right road now. And we give you praise, God, for keeping us on that road. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen.